Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Ladies and gentlemen, boxing lovers and likers, welcome to the ultimate sibling rivalry, Bigs versus Bigs. This podcast highlights two brothers who've been debating, undercutting, and contradicting each other for years about the sweet science of boxing, and now they're finally here to settle the score right on this podcast, Bigs versus Bigs. In the blue corner, the cool, collected, self-proclaimed ladies' man. He's famous for dominating debates without raising a vocal decimal. Representing the youngest sibling in every family worldwide, Christian the Slim Reaper Biggs. In the right corner, the borderline obnoxious, the man that has been rumored to be 3,000-0 in all boxing debates, the man representing for all big brothers all over the globe, Justin Big Time Biggs. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode. What's up, Jess? Chris, how you guys doing? I'm doing great, man. Yeah, you look excited. So, look so Nell, right? Yes, sir. A couple episodes ago. First uh-huh. of all, I'm doing great, y'all. I know everyone's wondering how I'm doing. <laughs> Why do you care? Slim is good. Go ahead. We care. Now you can talk. Listen, a couple episodes ago, we did the most dangerous men in boxing, right? Y'all remember that? We did. Yes, sir. We had... Uh, I remember a couple of dope names on it. Terrence, better be Ev. But there's a name on there. I said, you know, we have to get in touch with this guy. And I want to talk to all those guys too, guys. But I have a special treat for you today. We have Regis Ruguru Progress. <sighs> the one and only. That's current exciting. WBC champion. Two time. Two times. He did it. 80, what, what, what's, what's the knockout percentage, Chris? 82%, 82% knockout percentage. ratio, that's guys. The, that's the probability that you go on to sleep. Can you believe go it? Go on to bed. And he's here, man. So without further ado, we're going to hit his line. We're going to hit, hit his line, hit your line segment, and we're going to tap in with the brother. All right, let's give him a ring. Let's give him a ring. See if he answers. Chip! Oh, man. Can't Ooh. believe it. What's going this, on? Yo, this is a special day for us, champ. This is a real, real special day. Thank you for coming. That's what I'm going to say first of all, man. Thank you for being here today. No problem, brother. Just- I'm good, baby. You're already one of my favorite fighters in the game, man. But th- now I know you support black business. That's big for me. <laughs> it's huge. Of course, of course. Got to, bro. Definitely got to. That is, that is huge for me, man. Listen, you know, uh, Regis, for everyone listening, is a two-time world champion. Uh, incredible fighter. Nothing but action every time he steps in the ring, man. And he's had one of the hardest roads in boxing coming from the showbox days. And he's back. In champion status, man. How does it feel? First of all, congratulations. How does it feel uh, with your former, with your win? I got to correct you. Former unified WBC and WBA world champion. Current WBC world champion. Two time. Okay, okay. There you go, baby. There you go. I like that. There you go. I like that. I like that. Yeah. But, I mean, it just feels great, bro. You know, um, I just, you know, for the most part, I, I try to stay on social media. I try to not talk. And I just went in the gym and just work and work because I knew I'd be a champion again. You know, a lot of people ask me how I feel, but it's something like, it feels good, but it's like, I knew I was going to be this. You know, I knew this was going to happen because I put in the work. I put in the hours um, every single day. I put in the hours. I put the time in. I put the work in every single day. So I knew I was going to be a, a champion again. You know what I'm saying? So it was no surprise to me. Everybody was like, man, you know, like I said, how you feel? But it's, it's definitely a great feeling just to be, you know, be a champion again, be back on top, be number one in the world again. But it's something that I knew was gonna happen. It wasn't no surprise to me because I, you know, I, I literally I put the work in. You know what? I read something like that too. Um, one of your interviews, 
uh, you talked about being in the gym with a lot of great fighters, like legendary names, Holyfield, um, uh, I think uh, Mosley, Oscar De La Hoya. And as you were hitting the bag next to them and training next to them, you, you said it was like God spoke to you and uh, almost, yeah. and, and you knew you would just, you, knew you would be it just like you just said. Right, right, right. Yeah, bro. So when I was um, when I was coming up, so of course originally from New Orleans, and that's always be home, my heart, you know. But I live in Texas, you know, and my I feel like I'm a I'm I'm from New Orleans, but as far as I'm a Texas fighter because I was raised as far as in fighting wise, boxing wise, I was raised kind of Texas. So I went to when I when I when Hurricane Katrina hit, I moved to I moved to Texas, and I was in the gym, and um, <clears throat> you know, it was all these good fighters, like it was. I got I to gotta mention everybody because every, every time I see all these names, they be like, man, you miss me. You know, so <laughs> I was in Savannah Boxing Gym. It was Juan Diaz. He was like a three-time world champion. It was Raul Marquez, Rocky Juarez. So Chuck yeah. Holyfield was there. Um, you know, it, just, it, it was it was um, Lara, Ricky Gal. Um, it was just so many good fighters, bro, that was in that same gym, that hot bed of talent. I feel like, I really feel like one day, bro, they gonna make a, they probably make a movie just out that gym, because, I mean, you talking about, like, how do you get, with, with me and the Charlo Twins, right, like, how do you get three, three world champions, bro, in the same gym, bro, like, that's crazy, and then, not only that, three world champions in the same gym, but we, like, came up together, like, like, these dudes, I used to, like, go pick these dudes up, I'm a year older than them, so I had a car, I had yeah. a club before them and stuff like that. So I used to go, like, we used to sleep by each other. I was here to go to parties together, yeah. do all that type of stuff. All the people, like, how you get three people in the same atmosphere, all world champions, bro, that is, like, insane. That's crazy. Yeah. So I feel like one day, just us, it was so many other fighters, and I feel like that all stemmed from just having so many great fighters in the gym. That's where that came from. You know what, man? It's so funny you said uh, Evander Holyfield. I got my start in the professionals. I got signed to Evander Holyfield. And right. we, I, I, I box a little on the weekends. So, all right, all right, all right. so I got my, my start with him. He came and saw me fight and picked me up, man. A great dude and so much that I've learned from Holyfield as well. And uh, you mentioned the, Char the Charlos, man. At, have you guys ever worked? I mean, you're on the same gym. I'm sure you guys have boxed. And at what point did it kind of, I know you're a smaller weight. Did you guys kind of start right, working right, right. or... Yeah, well, like so. At first, we was amateur. So when I first came to when I first came to gym, all the dudes around me was going to nationals. Right, I had to fight in New Orleans before that. So all these dudes was going to nationals and all that stuff. Like I remember Marilyn Mall and all the Highland Williams, Omar Henry. All these dudes was going to big tournaments, right? But so when they first put me in the when they first put me in the gym, um, I fought with some, this little Mexican dude or whatever, and I. Like, I heard them bad. And so there was like this, and this was the level I was on. Like, somebody with no fights or one fight or five fights or ten fights or whatever, this was the level I was supposed to be on. So I saw this dude, and I heard him. And so they was like, they put me, they was like, you can't fold these dudes no more. He's like, the beginners, yeah. you got to fold like, upper echelon. So I, I had to fold with the twins. I had to uh, fold with the twins. I had to fold Omar Harris. I had to fold with just way bigger and better people. And, you know, we used to go at it. Like, at first, people don't know, but, like, yeah, they bigger than me now, but I used to be bigger than them. Like when we was in high school, so I was bigger than them. And so, um, yeah, we used to work all the time. But I probably did hundreds of rounds with both of them, with Mel yeah. and Maul. So you know, we we worked a lot. But in boxing, it's kind of like clicks and stuff like that. So when everybody turned pro, everybody kind of went their separate ways. So yeah. we all kind of lost touch and stuff like that once we all turned pro. Because everybody just like when everybody turned pro, everybody just went there different. Everybody was with different trainers. Everybody went to different gyms. It's like it's always like that. Like it's clicks in the gym. It's static and stuff like that. Once you, you know, once you, um, once you go pro, and start making money. When it's amateur, it's cool. Everybody good. But when you start making money, that's when the splits start happening. So mm. you know, we, um, we lost touch for, you know, we lost touch for a little while. But mm -hmm. you know, we, we, we kind of got back cool again, like over the last like two, three years and stuff like that. Yeah, no, that's man. That's what's up, man. It, it happens like that because I remember, you know, over here in the New York scene. New York's a pretty, like, a, a hating town. Like, we don't support each other. But at first, right. you know, everybody was selling candy to get to nationals. And then, you know, some people get deals and other people don't. So, right. you know, I remember when I was trying to get a deal, I was like, yo, bro, talk to, the, you know, the promoter and let me see if I can get on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they would never do it. 
you know? And then when I got an opportunity, I made sure I said, you know what? Everybody that, that asked me that's serious, I'm going to actually deliver the information, you know? I had to bring back a lot of no's mm -hmm. to people, <laughs> but I yeah, did it, so... Yeah, yeah. You know, but you, you, you fellas, man, what y'all guys are doing for the game, man. We did a, a, a deadliest fighter list, man. You know, most feared people in fights. And, and all three of you guys on our list, including yes, Crawford, uh, Benavidez, Better Beef. And, man, you, you like, you know, it was no 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 uh, you know, rating or whatever, but it was you were definitely there, man. Because I just feel like watching you fight, you know, like you have this thing. I heard you say in the interview, like you, you, like you can't be hurt. And... You find mm -hmm. those holes and you you slip just like an inch, and then you you find right. those holes to deliver your shots, man. The body shots, the head, the shots to the head, uh, and mm -hmm. you you remind me a lot, man, of like when I watch uh, Duran, like uh, Roto Duran, mm -hmm. Pernell Whitaker, just the pocket work mm -hmm. is just incredible, man. Uh, who are some of your fighters that you watch to really, really? Uh, you hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know, develop your style. Well, first off, my, my favorite fight of all time is Mike Tyson. You know, Mike Tyson, that was who I watched. That's who I kind of got into boxing from watching him. The first fight, well, before that, even the first fight I ever, ever watched boxing was Arturo Gotti. Mm. And then after that, um, then I started watching Mike Tyson, and you know, I just like, I just was like, damn, I, this is, you know, I want to be like this dude, but it's like, like he was just amazing <laughs> to me, you know what I'm saying? And then I met Tyson. Tyson's like not even that much bigger than me. So you talking about this, 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 this? He was fighting people six, 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 seven, six, eight, nice. and he was destroying them, you know. And so that was my first, um, first person. And then Duran, Tyson, Duran, like you said, that's my two, that's my two top, like. I started watching Duran. It was like, oh my god, this is like, you know, what I'm saying this. And if people don't know, Duran is Mike Tyson's favorite fighter, right? If people don't know that. That's his favorite fighter. Wow. So yeah. I just love this. I, I love him. I love that. I love the savagery about Duran, like how savage he was and stuff like that. And um, if you're a southpaw, you're a left-handed fighter. You, it's this is the person you have to you have to watch Pernell Whitaker. Mm -hmm. Um, and I study a lot of southpaws, of course. Um. And Marvin Hagler, Marvin Hagler, one of my favorite fighters too, bro. But I, all together, but I'm a historian as, as far as the sport go. I mean, I, I know all about like Joe Gans and Harry Armstrong and Joe yeah. Lewis, like Sugar Ray Robinson, bro. I know about, I just watch all these dudes fight. So, um, but yeah, bro, I just, I, I just, for me, I just love the sport of boxing. That's just something I, I just love the sport of boxing. I just love, like, I'm a, I'm a geek for the, the mm -hmm. fighters mm -hmm. and stuff like me. I met so many, I've been around so many like celebrities and big time people in my life. And it's, it's nothing like meeting one of the legendary mm -hmm. fighters. Like when I met Marvin Hagler, it was like, bro, this is Marvin Hagler, Pernell Whitaker, Sugar Ray Leonard. I just, I know about the fights, but I'm just like, I'm obsessed. I got upset too in my own, but obsessed about boxing. That's just how I am. I, I want to ask you a question, champ. This, mm -hmm. this, gonna, this gonna be an interesting question. I wonder if you ever thought about this. If you could fight any fighter from the past, mm. who would it be? 
will probably be Durant or Aaron Pryor. Aaron Pryor. Yo, that's a big man. Yeah, I'll probably be Durant or Aaron Pryor, bro. Because that, like, yeah, just it just just because of those dudes is just monsters. So we talking about, and that's kind of who I look up to. Relentless, just monsters. Aaron Pryor was the people don't know. I know a lot of people don't know about Aaron Pryor, bro. Aaron Pryor was, bro. He just never stopped punching. Like he literally just never. Never stop punching. He really never lost a fight. You know, he let something else beat him and stuff like that. But Aaron Prowler. I, I believe that uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, just, you know, there's rumors that he didn't want to fight Aaron Pryor. Aaron I Pryor either. In the pros. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he didn't. That's why I heard. I heard he didn't want to fight. Yeah, he didn't want to fight Aaron Pryor. He was supposed to fight Aaron Pryor. came to his press conference. He crashed it. And, and Ray Leonard, he didn't want no part for that. But you know what? This is this is my rule for, for fighters, right? This is how I go. I, I say, Regis. I say... If you fight, he fought Hagler, Hearns, uh, he fought Duran. He gave us three legends. Mm -hmm. If you fight... Benavidez. Benavidez. Exactly. Yeah. He fought... uh, um, Yeah, Rofredo. You know, so let it... If you didn't... Yeah, if if Aaron didn't get the work, (laughs) it's okay, brother. You know? Look, bro, that's true, bro, because he did fight the legends, so he was like, you know, I ain't about to fight this. He might be too hard anyway. So, you know, they say everybody gets to pick. Everybody get a duck. Everybody, everybody, you know, everybody can get a duck. Everybody can get one. Everybody can get a duck. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Every, every nine. Everybody get a duck. You know, so Brandon, I guess he did deserve it. So, he, yeah, everybody get that duck. Can I, um, can I ask you about your sparring? I never really heard anything about it. Um, I know a lot of power punchers like yourself usually have to spar, you know, sparring partners that are heavier than them. Is that true for you too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, you, so when I when I have a fight coming up, um, <clears throat> usually I will I will spot somebody that's like smaller for speed, yeah. bigger for power, and then somebody that's exact like my opponent. Right. So yeah, who's that good in sparring? Like when I'm in training camp, like now, like when I'm out of camp, I don't have a fight coming up. So now I will spot, and I like to spot. Like yeah. that's about I, I still go to the gym and go try to fight and all that stuff. So I like to spot, mm-hmm. but I do I would do good like. Sometimes a little out of camp, but like in camp, I don't really do that good as far because I'm I'm getting beat up constantly, like by my workouts all the time. Uh-huh. Like I'm always sore, like my body is always sore, it's always recovering. So in sparring, I don't do as good as I should. <clears throat> but it's something that it, it's something kind of it been going on for so long. Like yeah. I, I kind of used to, it. like I kind of I'm used to it. for me if I don't do good in sparring. I do better in the fight. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just how it is for me. So that's um that's kinda like my thing now, bro. I don't I just I go and spawn but I don't do that good in um I don't do that good in spawn, but in the fight I'll be good. I I'm I'm not going I'm not gonna lie to you, champ. I used to be the man in sparring. I used to be that dude and go to a fight and don't look the same. And then <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I used to be it's like damn, I see yo, I, I swear to you, yeah, yeah, yeah. they will bring champions of the world. And I will be a novice with eight fights and look incredible. <laughs> Go to the tournament and struggle with a gym fighter. I was like, yo, what's up with me? Then it changed, you know. So you were the gym fighter. You were the gym fighter. I ain't gonna hold yeah. you. Him? <laughs> no, no, but not. not, not, not I'm, I'm the truth now, though, though chat. I, 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 okay, man, I, I got man. Eight, 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 no, six knockouts. But him. He be looking trash as Barn. Yeah. He's going to fight. He put on a show. <laughs> and I'd be so scared. I'm like, yo, bro. I'm like, like, dang, Chanel. We probably might not let Chris do this fight, you know? But he'll go in there, look trash, and be the man and, and when fight. The, so, when the lights come on, that's all everybody see anyway. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. Usually exactly. in no crowd in the gym, so. But I seen you, champ. Yeah. I, I seen one sparring session of you that, that really surprised me. I said, this really showed me, like, how strong you are. Uh, the, the, the fighter, Ammo Williams. Beast, right? Uh-huh. I saw a sparring session with you guys, a clip, man, and he spoke very highly of you. I was like, first I saw y'all sparring, mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, he might be a little too big for Regis, but yo, you, yeah. I was like, Regis, I, was that when you were, like, were you training at that time? Or was that like your off sparring? Uh, I'm thinking, I think I was training. I think I was training at the time. I think at that time I was living out there in LA, and so I think I was. Yeah, I was. Uh, I gotta look at it. I know it's 2019 for sure when we did, but um, but we, me and him sparred a bunch of times, bro. So at that 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 kind of, I know exactly what could be talking about because that's the one I put on you. Jeez, you look mm. sharp, boy. Mm. 
I'm sorry, about I might have been in camp. I might have just started camp or something. Golly, I got it. Yo, hopefully, well, I get the I get the uh, privilege of working with you one day, man. But I want you like right, right, right. Your last week of sparring. Yeah, right, right. Last week of sparring, man. He want that easy yeah. work. He's so that's my that's my worst week too. I, I need I need that. <laughs> so I can he's trying to, catch, week, trying to catch you on the week. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna tell you my look the last this last fight bro my last week of spar I looked so bad that they had to cut the spawn. My last wow. my last wow. big day I was supposed to do twelve rounds, I ended up doing ten because I got I I was terrible. I oh, mean I was yeah, it was it was terrible spawn, bro. I was like I would, but for me, I wasn't worried about it. I think my coaches and stuff was worried about it, you know, but for me I don't worry about it because it's far got into um they got into it because my nutritionist he was starting to like feed me less food and stuff, and so that's kind of I was just dead. But and I, I remember the first round, I the first four rounds I fought Austin Trout, and um you know he's a oh, yeah. former fifty four champion Austin Trout, and Austin is sharp. Yeah, Austin he is. real, he was real sharp that day too. He was real sharp, and I mean after going forward with him, and then with Austin you got to think a lot too. He's sharp, he's fast, and he he has pop. So you got to think a lot with him, and then it was like mentally exhausting. And then after that, they brought in somebody else. And then they, then after that, they brought in a bigger guy. So with him, I had to fight, fight real hard. And then after that, they brought in a smaller guy, so I had to chase him around. And it was just four, four, and four, and I ended up doing four, four, and two because they cut the spar. It was just that bad. You went in there and did your thing. Oh yeah, I did my thing. And listen, bro, fight wise, when the lights come on, bro, I'm a shine. When the lights come on. I ain't worried about that. Counts. You know, Spawn, I ain't worried about that. Yeah. So, your most recent uh, performance versus Jose Zapata, man. I got to say, I know the whole Bigs versus Bigs team, just, I, I didn't want that fight to happen, to be honest, because I loved both of y'all. I loved everything yeah. that y'all were doing leading up to that fight. So, I was being selfish, man. I was like, no. Right, right. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> but, I, you know, I, I knew in the back of my mind, I was like, Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, Regis, Regis gonna get him. He gonna get him just because yeah, right, right. too many styles, you're too versatile, man. Something I really appreciate about you is how, how, how many different ways you use your left hand. And, um... It's like you kind of throw it like a spear, and I heard that you spear fish and you hold your breath underwater. <laughs> so I'm watching it. Yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. you really throw it like a spear sometimes, and other times you hook with it, go to the body, great mm-hmm. uppercuts and everything. Man, so that was a really amazing performance. Uh, that was. Inc- incredible, you, man. man. 11th round TKO, y'all. And and I heard you say something in the interview, man, too, where I have, like, the same type of mentality when it comes to fighting. You were speaking about... At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. A fight in Tiafimo Lopez. <laughs> and you were saying, mm-hmm. like, you know, basically like the hospital, you know, the hospital trip, and that you have, uh, you're really mm-hmm. there to, to hurt people. And I can see that in the way you fight. And with this new era of boxing, man, like, I call it like the tap fighting. You know, right. I'm I'm watching the fights on Saturday. The promoter hit me. I probably had a section at the club. And I'm trying to enjoy myself, you know? And a lot of times I watch mm-hmm. these fights and I'll just feel like I didn't enjoy it. You know, like at right. what point are we gonna really try to inflict pain on a on the next person, you know, to, to yeah. for the entertainment value? Like I always wanted to be mm-hmm. the, the fight of the night. I always wanted to get the knockout. Is that your mentality right. going into the fight? That's what I said, bro. My, my two favorite fighters were Tyson and Durant. You know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> yeah. what they, that's what they did, bro. You know, that's what they did. You know, Tyson, I watched. He did an interview with, uh, I forgot whoever it was. It was one of the big interviews and stuff like that. And he said that he wanted to kill his opponents. And after after the fight, he wasn't satisfied because he didn't hurt him enough. And 
my mentality is not that dark. It's, yeah. it's, I'm not, I don't want to, it's not, it's not that dark, but you know, I'm definitely going in to hurt my opponents. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried about decisions. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in the, like, I'm in there to hurt my opponents. To, and like, I want you to know, you can't mess with me. That's why I want people to know, like, when I fight them, bro, you can't, you, you can't touch me. You can you, you will never think you'll be able to beat me. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, it ain't going to be no rematch. You never going to think you, you'll be able to beat me because I'm going to hurt you. And I, it's just like, I want I want to beat you. I don't want to beat you, but I want to beat you down. And that's kind of my that's kind of my mentality. And maybe I went a little too dark with the hospital thing with Tio. Um, you know, I, I know how I might sound to people, but that's my mentality, bro. Like, I want to hurt my, mm-hmm. I do, I want to hurt my opponents. I'm not going there just, just to box and stuff like yeah. that. I, I train, I don't train for, to win a fight, bro. I train for domination. Like, I want to dominate this man. Yeah. You know, and it's brutal, but it's a brutal sport. Yo, I, I yeah, lo- it's a brutal sport. I it love is. that, man. You know, it, it's, it's, it's a, you got to go in there with that mindset. Maximum violence, the, the, man. That's it, what this is. That's the, exactly. That's what it is, man. So I, 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 lo- I love Tiafimo Lopez. He's one of those guys that puts on them, them performances. I like a lot of the other guys. I believe that you're at the hardest weight class. You know, I believe this, 140 and 154, mm-hmm. why I'm, I'm, right. I'm at, is the hardest weight classes. I think the other weight classes have some good names. They have name brand fighters. And I want to mm-hmm. I, I really coin that term. It's when a guy is known, you know, for other things, promoted very well, Instagram, right. the new the new era. But then mm-hmm. there's the weight classes that everybody is good. Killers, man. You just didn't, you just might not have heard of them. Yeah. I Sh- think. Showbox weight classes. That's exactly. What I feel like, yeah. It, and I said, mm-hmm. I said something on the show. I said, look, man, at 140, nobody's ready for, for Regis program, man. I think you're just, you, you know, you're the king of that weight class. You know, you're the emperor of that weight class. And I think that anybody coming up from 135, anybody around 140 right now, I think you hurt them. You, you hurt them bad. You get them out of there. I can't think of anybody that even uh, goes the distance. And I, I, I really appreciate you because you fought your nemesis. You know, you fought the Josh Taylor. And mm-hmm. it's just you guys. And I feel like watching that fight, you guys were like even. I really could not decide a winner. I, I didn't. I didn't leave there saying that uh, uh, yeah. Josh was better than Regis Progress. I. I, I just. Mm-hmm. I just felt like that was a good night, and it was a great freaking mm-hmm. fight. Great fight. Yeah. Great fight. Absolutely. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, bro, it definitely was. That was a good night. Um, and I watched it. I watched it back a few times. I don't really dwell on my fights. I don't. Even, I. I barely even watch any of my fights, but. You know, um, I watched and I still felt like I won a fight, but it was it was close, and I I wouldn't say I got robbed, and I'm like, cause I didn't get robbed. Right. You know, it was a close fight. I feel like if I was, if it was a pastor, like you have to just accept that stuff. You know what I'm saying? You have right. to just accept it, and then you move on. And you know, if I wouldn't accept that, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. I'm a two time champion, so and you know, and um, yeah, bro, and I like. They're not saying Josh Taylor name no more. Everybody's saying my name. Nobody's saying his name at all, right? Nobody's everybody saying my name. So yeah. you know, it took three years to get here, but now I'm back. So as I'm watching you fight, um, especially after that, after that fight, everybody that you got in there were after, thereafter. You know, I say about eighty percent of the time, the moment they challenged you, you heard them and you put them down immediately after. Right. The moment they let their hands go more than four punches. And they got into that danger zone. They went down. Was that a part of the a part of your redemption? Uh, you know, off off coming off the the law, controversial loss. Right. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, just I, I knocked out everybody after that. You know what I'm saying? I, I went. Mm-hmm. Is it three? You know, or four? You know, with all knockouts or something like that after that. I, you know, I knocked for me just knocked everybody out. Knocked everybody out. You know, and um, that's my thing, bro. I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna destroy him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I told people, like, I put in the work, and I knew I was going to be a two-time world champion. And, you know, and that's, that's how it's playing out for me. Jeez. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. You know, one of your former opponents, uh, my man Ivan Redcatch, and I, Ivan Redcatch mm-hmm. get a lot of money, man. He he go he going to find himself a fight, man. I don't know who. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah, Ivan, oh, he, he going to find that next dollar, bro. He, he going he gonna to do that, bro. You know, the thing about Ivan, Really like that, you know what I'm saying? But he's real good at trolling and, and uh, he he got that Twitter finger stuff down, bro. That just yeah, he got it down pat. You know what I'm saying? But like you meet him, you see him in person and stuff like that. He ain't nothing like that, you know. But he he got that down, bro. He 
Shit, he, he gonna get him some fights. He'll get him some money. I, I, I like I like Ivan, though, man. I like, you know, he, he got out of there, too, man. He said, you know what? You're not putting me on a poster. He said, you're not going to have yeah. a high. Uh-uh. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh, you definitely did that. Uh-huh. He said, no, no, no. He said, uh-uh, uh, Regis. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. he's fighting uh, Broner, yeah. which is coming up. Now. Right. I'm just so happy that Broner back in the ring, man. Uh, mm-hmm. How you feel about that? I think Broner will whoop Ivan, bro. He gonna whoop him. <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I think Broner will whoop him. You know what I'm saying? I think with Broner, I think even if he's not focused, he's gonna whoop Ivan. You see, even if bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna, um, Broner, man, I just, I like what you guys are doing now, man. Uh, congrats to you and Broner on, ha- on taking control of your career. And I think as, you know, black men, it's okay to not be tied down and take control of your own career and move around. You know, and uh, I like I like what you did with the Marv Nation promotions, going over there for a little bit. BLK Prime, I thought I thought it was Black Prime for a while, so I was excited. But it's BLK, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's BLK Prime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how was that event, man? When you went to the BLK Prime event, would you ever think of like working with them? I mean, for me, bro, if the money there, the money right, and the money there, you know what I'm saying. I- I'm I'm really working with whoever, you know what I'm saying? The money the money just gotta be up, you know what I'm saying? So uh, with the BLK Prime, Asia, I ain't get I ain't get a piece of that money. But <laughs> hey, if Asia Rowan looks like he got a piece of that money, Terrence Parker definitely got some of that money. So, you know, it looked like it's just so for me, if they come with an offer, especially like, you know, if they if they come with an offer for me to go ahead and fight Brown an uh, offer I can't refuse, man, I'm with it. I'm I'm definitely with it. So hey, we'll yeah. see we'll see what happens. we'll see what that future what that future brings, bro. I know you was tapped in with, with Young Money for a while, man. Uh, you you know you was down mm-hmm. down with them. Man. I saw Mac Main showing you a lot of love, man. Uh, are you still you still working with them? You still a part of Young Money? That's my that's just my dog. We we just all we just cool, bro. You know what I'm saying? We all from New Orleans or whatever. So like people don't know, bro. I've been I've been in Wayne since I was like in the street, young. You know, Wayne was like he was um he was like Lil Wayne when he was like 13, 14, 15 years old. So. He used to come around. He had a group called Squad Up back in the day. And one of the dudes in Squad Up, Mario, he used to live around the corner from me. I used to hang with his little brother. So he used to go over there. Wayne used to come over there sometimes. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Basketball, and this was Wayne with Lil Wayne. Like, he had a, a Prowler or a Jaguar or something like that driving to school when he was 16, 17 years old. So I used to wow. see him back in the day. And, bro, the craziest thing, bro, when I was in high school, I told everybody, I said, bro, I'm going to be in Young Money one day, bro. I said, bro, I'm going to be in Young Money. I don't, I don't know how to rap. I ain't got no music to tell you, bro. I was like, bro, I'm going to be in Young Money in some type of way. Everybody laughed at me and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. And I'm not officially with Young Money, but that's my dog. That's my people. Right. Like, the dude, Mac Mag, Mac is, you know what I'm saying, Mac my dog. Mac, I'm I'm just, you know, me and Mac, we just click tight. And he always called me with, he always, Matt kind of, he always going to play matchmaking and stuff like that. So he'll call me on FaceTime with Brona. He called me with, um the other day, he called me with Yellow Beezy on the phone. We were talking about me and Elwood and all that stuff. So he always, you know, they, everybody like boxing, bro. So yeah. like I said, but yeah, I'm, I'm just, um, I'm just cool with Matt. You know what's crazy? I always said I was going to be a part of Young Money. <laughs> I, I, I do music, and you know Mac Man. Yeah. So maybe i send you some records. You got to send me something, bro. You got to send me something. You got to send me some music, bro. I ain't a lot of Mac that would probably At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
talk about boxing, look, if I talk about boxing, Mac all with it, bro. If I send him any music, oh, it's freaking. He ain't so fine that, bro. But reason you think you have this next fight, I'll walk you out in the Mac <laughs> And then we, you manage me. <laughs> If maybe if I manage you, they will do something. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm saying, man. So speaking, so speaking of Errol Spence, man, I know you guys, uh, you guys fought in amateurs, right? Yeah, and everybody, fought. everybody yeah. asks you this, uh, and uh, you know, you got the big fight with him and Terrence and everything like that, and you were going to fight Terrence at one point. I never. Wanted to see that. I like mm-hmm. you and Terrence so much, but I know it would be just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be a war, man. Yeah. It, it, it would be a war. Right, right, right. How do you, you... You ever think of, like, maybe uh going up to 147 and, 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 and fighting? I did. I, look, I, I definitely did, bro. I, I was contemplating that, but it's like... Man, I, I just was like, man, it's, it's so much... It's just so much smoke at 140 right now. It wouldn't even make sense. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about... Like, for me, I can go... Sorry, we can't hit. I think the headphone is upside down. The other one? The other one. Yeah, or maybe it's dying. Yeah. can't hear you at all. If not, it might be easier if you just go with this, um, the mic on your actual phone. All right, let me see. Yeah. I think the battery might be low. So everybody listening, everybody listening though, Regis is doing real good in life. Everything is white in his house. Man, well, we're gonna cut this out. Nah, but... hey, bro, I'm actually in Brazil. Oh, oh, my that's why you're serious. Why are you doing the broke boxes like that? <laughs> it's a national. <laughs> I mean, yeah, bro. I mean, I'm in Brazil right now, bro. I've been out here for like almost a month. Yeah, I'm in Brazil, bro. Hey, we just, they got, we just, I'm fighting for free sometimes, man. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing in Brazil? I've been there. I've been there. Regis, he collecting, he collecting cans. You, you <laughs> do what you can, you do doing what we can. <laughs> Look, bro, I've been there, bro, I've been there. Regis, he's starting the OnlyFans, man. Oh, God, no. Oh, God. my God. <laughs> no, nah, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. I haven't been there, bro. Look, the fight for free, Look, the fight for free, bro, I've been there, bro. I've been there before, bro. I've been there. From the yeah, I, I know, I know how it is, bro. I, I, I know exactly how it is. I get, I get a lot of young fighters in the gym coming up to me and stuff like that, and they're telling me about things. And somebody, listen, bro, some of these dudes, clearly they got managers that giving them money to mm-hmm. train. I'm like, bro, I had to work. I never had a manager that gave me no, mm-hmm. never had a manager that gave me no bread. You came up the hard way. I used to go to like wake up like four thirty in the morning, bro, go mm-hmm. train people. Then go back home, take a nap. Then I go wake up and train again. Then go home and take a nap. And in and out, in and out, in and out, bro. My wife used to be working, like, slaving, bro. Like, we've been there. So I know exactly how I feel. So was there there a particular fight, particular moment, uh, a person that you met that changed that, changed everything for you and just everything was uphill from there? Well, um... Or well, I had a, I had a manager, my first manager and stuff like that. I had him, and really after that contract, I signed with Churchill Boxing, and that's in L.A. And they gave me a nice little signing bonus. And even when that happened, before like right when that happened, and after that, I made some more money. And then I made some more. Then just kept rolling and kept rolling. Yeah. And then it was like it, it, bam, 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 just like that, just off the top, just you know, just fast for me. So I really got that. Like, it was like nothing, and then just hit, boom, 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 boom. Just hit real fast for me, you know what I'm saying? And, um, but now it was just, for me, bro, I just, just kept, just kept working, bro. Just, that's all I did. I just stayed in that gym, bro. I just kept working. Even now, bro, to this day, like, I still, like, I just, I like to train. It's, I told you I'm obsessed with boxing. It's not even about the money. I just, I just like the sport. So you, you fought clearly when you were younger, you know, without a family. And now you have a full family. Beautiful family. Um, what, what what's the difference? You know, um, from being single as a fighter to being a married man. What are the you know pros and cons? I, you know, g- give me some advice as as a single man myself. <laughs> um, first off, bro, I will determine your your wealth. 
your health and your happiness. I think that's what it say. Food, food is important. So it's really important. A lot of people, they just go choosing people and they just, they just, you know what I'm saying? They just mess with girls that, that you, you have to think about that. You know what I'm saying? Think about long term, long term. So that's my grandma always told me that. You know, my grandma always, for me, as far as relationship-wise, I always looked up to my, I never looked up to my mom and daddy because they didn't have a good relationship. But I looked up to my grandma and grandpa. They were married for like 63 years. Uh-huh. I mean, they would still be married with my grandpa. He died. You know what I'm oh, saying? Sorry. But they were married for a long time. So I always listened to my grandma and my grandma and grandpa advice, you know, and my grandma used to always say, like, think about, well, she used to say, think about your kids, right? Like, when you have a baby, think about your kids because a lot of people have messed up situations. Mm-hmm. They think about, we, Marlon, we, um, you know, we, we, we like, want pretty kids and all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? That's what people want, so you think about that. My grandma would be like, yeah, think about your kids. Don't, don't be having no baby with an ugly person and your baby will come out ugly and stuff like that. That's kind of what she was saying. So that's kind of what she was saying, but you take it more into that and, like, think about your future. And so that's, like, for me, that's, like, like real important, bro. But um, it, it's cool, like, a lot of people ask me, like, why well, I'm fighting stuff. It, it don't really got nothing to do with my family, bro. I just love, I told I love boxing. Like, I would just love the sport. I love boxing. So, um, that's the, the whole reason that I fight, bro, because I just love the sport. Regis, I ain't going to lie, man. You said something to me right now about the, the marriage thing and the woman thing. Mm-hmm. I'm about to call my girl and break up with her, man. <laughs> we we're together for the wrong reasons, Regis. I'm about hey, to end it. You need to ask grandma. That's what he told you. <laughs> ask grandma. She's toxic, to man. <laughs> look, bro. Look, I'm gonna tell you this, bro. Look, if your mama, like, talk to your mama about yeah. it, and see, see what talk to your mama about. See what your mama think about yourself, and then talk to your grandma. If your grandma's still, and then see what they think. You know what I'm saying? That's that's it. That's two important things. You know what I'm saying? Because like. The, the older people they got experience and they know you know what I'm saying they know what's mm-hmm. going on and stuff like that so see what your mom see what your mom's opinion is about yourself and then see what your grandma's opinion is. and if you got aunties and stuff like that see what their opinion is and stuff like that and if all of them matching and they negative then it really might be time to get that phone in you know what I'm saying <laughs> do what you guys do yeah, yeah it's, it's over for man <laughs> Regis man I wanna ask, it was this is how I really figured out you was the truth man there's a couple things that i noticed right the one thing i was in the gym one day i used to box in polk county i used to live in florida for a little minute right so this little uh this 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 kid came through uh light ice skin kid right we sparring i ain't know him but i he, he was just very familiar with everybody so I was like, he must be nice so we sparring, <laughs> we getting it in right and he he he, he throw a shot it hit me on my shoulder i said whoa this dude could punch Right? Right. And the- who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. Wasn't you in the story, but. So, you know, we, we boxed or whatever. He didn't hit me with nothing. I was just too good, too fast. You know, I, you know, touching him up. Then. One day I watched a little YouTube thing he got going on, right? And he's fighting you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And 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 I ain't gonna lie, man, you was putting the beats by Dre on him. Like lighting him up. Lighting him up. I said, yo, who's this? Who's this progress guy? I didn't know your name back then, you know? I was like, man, this this, this guy is the fire. So the kid net the kid's name uh was Coward. Uh Amos Coward? Was it Co- Amos Coward? Yeah, Amos Coward. Coward, right? Coward, right? Coward. 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 I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I, I, I always mess my name up. But that was back when Reese had to fade. That was back when you had to fade, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. I, I, I've been, I've been, I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. How uh-huh. was that fight? And, and, that was my first fight on Showbox, bro. Oh, that was my first fight on Showbox. And um, I think I, I was like in the Showbox record books because I feel like it was like over 110 punches around in like oh, eight rounds, man. stuff like that. So you know that was a that, that was a good fight for me. And the crazy thing, but like, so he ended. I was like, before that, I went on a, a crazy knockout streak. I was knocking everybody out, and then he ended my knockout streak. Yeah, I was, I had a few something I had because it was in Atlantic City, and you know it's cold up there or whatever. And so oh, I got wow. sick and stuff like that. But um, you know, I just I threw a lot of punches, bro. That was a good fight. That started my. 
that started my show by days, bro. That was undefeated, first undefeated. And like you said, you know, we just, we kept doing it. Undefeated versus undefeated, undefeated versus undefeated, undefeated versus undefeated. Yeah. undefeated, versus undefeated. Yeah. We just kept having to do it. So, you know, yeah, bro, I remember, yeah, Amy McCall, bro. I saw, I, I talked to him every now and then because I post a clip um, when he hit me and I just like, it didn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because I was throwing a lot of punches. Do, 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 do. I was letting him go, uh, running him off. And then he, um, he'll hit me with a big one. Boom! And I ate it. Yeah. And he would get, just kept <laughs> let the clip out on him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he was like, yeah, bro, that's respect. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, bro, that was, that was, that was fun night. Another he's, amazing fight. You like that? You like Bruce Willis from that movie? What's that movie where he's he's uh he's invincible? Like he can't be hurt? Oh, uh, uh Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yeah, it's Unbreakable. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, right, right, right. I'm, anybody listening? That kid's power was 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 nuts, and Regis was just taking it, man. So I'm telling you, don't go in there digging. I'm gonna hit Regis with something and knock him out. Nah. He's unknock. He's unknockable. <laughs> Regis ain't going nowhere. Is it true, man? Can you really not be hurt? Is it true? I don't say I can't be hurt, bro, but it's, I think it's going to be really hard. Yeah, bro, really <laughs> I think it's going to be really, really, really hard. I don't, I everybody can be hurt, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I think it's going to be really hard. Listen, like, um, I didn't put punches on the street, bro, and i never been knocked out. i never been really, I mean, I've been hurt, obviously, but, like, i never really been wobbled on days or nothing like that. I mean, I took, I remember what I used to, like, because that's how I started fighting, bro, fighting on the street with gloves. Mm-hmm. Street ain't no weight classes. It's just you put the gloves on, somebody else put the gloves on, you just go at it. So I remember one time um, I was with one of my partners a long time ago. He was, this was when I was like 19 or 20, and he was jacked, like 225, all muscle. He probably had a 10-pack just Ooh, ripped up. Uh, and um, he hit like a mule, bro. He, and I let him, my, my, I was stupid. I let, um, I put on 16 ounces, no mouthpiece, and I let him put on some. kind of music do you listen to man what gets you into like the, the 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 zone me i'm listening to most street stuff i possible like just killer music before i go in the ring but what is some of the music you like to listen to i um, same thing same thing bro i like all the, the new hip-hop stuff you know what i'm saying of course the way i told the way my favorite hey. i just feel like a lot of look, look right now little baby the baby um kevin gates i love kevin gates nba young boy Oh, um, or like you know Louisiana yeah, yeah. And stuff, um, and then we got the we got the bouncing in in the walls. We got the bouncing music and stuff like that. I listen to we got local rappers too, uh, Rob Four Nine and all that type of stuff. Um, that's a a, a, a new New Orleans dude that's coming up. Wow, you you like going on a drill? Like he's about to. <laughs> He's about to, <laughs> yeah, bro. That's the vibe. So I, I like that. And, and sometimes I listen to the old, the hot boys, all that stuff that I yeah. kind of grew up on. Wayne and Baby, Big Time on Hot Boys, all that type of stuff, you know. So, yeah, that's... But I, I like I like mixing up, bro. And then sometimes I like my wife from Brazil. I like their music, too. They call Body Funk, and I like their music. And then sometimes I listen, I get sick of rap, and I, I like... Uh, I listen to, like, old school music, like 70s, 60s, Man. you know what I'm saying? That yeah. type of music, too, so... Um, I listen to just a bunch of music, but like, of course, my go-to is like is rap. It's yeah. definitely rap. When you about to fight, because I be seeing, you know, I've, I've been in the dressing room because they don't know like when you first start off, you're in the dressing room with a couple guys, and you know, mm-hmm. they, you, know you ain't got your own dressing room. And sometimes I'm listening right. to the most killer music ever. You know, I can find, and I see you see that yeah. guy listening to like, you know. Like Marvin Gaye. Man, that's you listening to Marvin like, Gaye. He's trying, he trying, he trying to put it on somebody else. Yeah, I'm listening to Marvin Gaye. It's you, not before a fight. He's jamming out. It's, it, a guy like him, it's him I was talking about. He's <laughs> he listening to like, I'm like, yo, what are you going there to do? Because he's he trying to just win on points. He's just trying to survive. You know, nah. he's just trying to tell girls I'm a boxer. He's gonna steal my joke. He don't yeah. got no shame, man. Godly, no shame. <laughs> he don't steal my joke. Jeez. Regis, I want to ask you, man. Uh, only a few more questions. I'm going to ask you this right here, man. Uh, what was your first big purchase, man? Mm. Like, when you when you really got that bag, when you said, I got to get this. 
big, big independent to me and my pig quit on. Um, for I, you, I mean, for you, for you at the time. Well, I bought, I remember, uh, like, car, I bought, like, Camaro. That wasn't that big. And I, I bought, <laughs> and the, the crazy thing, bro, I'm going to tell you all these things, but I bought a Range Rover for my, my wife before. Wow. Uh, I bought a house for my mama out in New Orleans. Um, my house, I, like, I got a couple of cars and stuff like that. But for me, bro, I just, like, I don't care about the money, bro. And just, I'm not a materialistic person at all, but I'm just not. I'm just, I just like family. I like being my family. Right. I like, and, and I just, I invest a lot of money, too. So what I do is, um, after every fight, I try to buy a house, some type of property. If I don't buy a house, I buy some type, something else, some type of property or something. Put, if, if I don't buy a house, I'll put money into something. You know what I'm saying? That's so yeah. that's kind of what I like to do, you know, because boxing ain't going to be forever, and I know boxing not going to be forever. So what I like to do is just, I like, just invest in a bunch of real estate. So, Smart. you know, right now I got, um, I had bought a, I had bought like a big ass, actually a 12 bed one. So, you know, right now I'm in, I'm in a, say I'm remodeling that, I'm getting that remodeled. And then I have to do some more stuff. I'm like, I, I buy more stuff in New Orleans. So that's my city. So I got a house in Texas, I live in Texas, but most stuff I buy, my real estate stuff is like, bigger stuff is in New Orleans. And I got an Airbnb out there, two of them, you know, and then I got this house. So, yeah, bro, that's what I do. I just try to invest. And now my next thing, I'm probably going to buy me a, like a, like a, a apartment or something like that out here in Brazil because I love it out here. So yeah. I'll probably get some out here. It looks great. You look happy, man. Um, is that something that you learned? Um, a lot of people don't know you. You like to read specifically on old school fighters. So is that uh, uh, you know something that you learned maybe uh, over over the years of hearing a lot of these stories ended bad, you know, and, and little yeah. apartments That's by themselves. Exactly. I love the boxes. I'm obsessed with their stories and stuff like that, but I don't want to be like them, but I don't want to make millions of dollars more and then be broke when I'm older. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't want to be like that. I definitely want to be like that. And like, cause they just, you know, you, you everybody buys, of course, we know people, they buy the cars, they buy the jewelry, mm -hmm. they get entourages and they don't invest their money, bro. And then like, and then it just, it just goes. And money is easy. Like I used to be the same way. How can people lose all this money? But it's, is way easier you think, but way because I've been on both sides of the ball now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I've been both that side and that side. So, like I know, bro, it's way easier when people think it's way easier. I be talking to my daddy about it. Like, man, but how? How can you do it? It's like, bro, it's way easier what you think it is. Like it's super, super easy. It's hard to keep money. It's really, it's way hard to keep your money. And then to come from, like I said, read most of the fights I read about. That's what happened to them. Mm -hmm. They 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 died. They die both. Yeah, that's it. reading reading recommendations for those for those old about of those old school fighters. Anyone in particular that you might want us to read or take a look at? Um, Charlie Robinson, um, Joe Lewis, um, Mike Tyson for sure. I love his stories. I love his stories because Mike. The thing, the thing, the the thing with Mike is though Mike went super rich. Mike had. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Billion dollars in the age, bro. That's like a billion dollars right now, right? So Mike had that. Mike went all the way to zero. People don't realize Mike went all the way to zero. And guess what? Mike is rich again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's <laughs> crazy. That's, crazy. He, he don't have the 500 million. He once had, but he's still, he's still in rich. Amazing. He's good. Yeah, he's still rich. He's still good. Somebody else I look up to is like a George Foreman. Mm. You know, George Foreman made, man, he's still good. You know, mm. you hear about so, you hear about so many of these fighters that, you know, they just, mm. they, they made all this money and then they, they went broke, you know? So, mm. I just, like, Joe, Joe Lewis is one example. Joe Lewis was penniless, you know, like, yeah. the, the Joe Lewis theory is crazy, but when he owed the IRS and stuff like that, and then people don't realize, like, when Joe Lewis went in the Army, he donated his, he gave his money to the Army, oh, and wow. they still, the government still taxed him on that money. He gave to the government. Damn. Like, they just, they messed over him, bro. And people don't know, like, despite ever the world's ever known he fought Max Melling mm -hmm. and so Max at the time it was one of the world wars when Hitler hit and so Max Melling was from Germany so yeah, basically he was like representing Hitler yeah, yeah. and you know so Joe Lewis beat him 
mm-hmm. and they, Hitler didn't even want him to go back to Germany. Hitler kind of kicked him out. So what happened with Max Melling? Max Melling ended up getting with he ended up doing something with Coca Cola, and Max Melling ended up living good. Like he Coca Cola, yeah. like he for the rest of life he was good. And look what happened to Joe Louis. Joe Louis was the American yeah. hero. And of course, back in the day, they had racism, real bad racism. And somebody wrote in the paper like. Um, they wrote, oh, they said Joe Lewis is a credit to his race. And they said the human race. They couldn't even say the black race. They said yeah. the human race. Like, yeah. you gonna really say that, bro? Like, really? Yeah. It's, 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 it's sad, man. And, and you know, let's not, for, let's not forget to, uh, Adrian Broner, he had $13. He was rich, had thirteen dollars, then he got rich again. Right, Adrian Broner did. I don't believe Adrian Broner had thirteen dollars. Y'all gonna believe that? Y'all gonna believe Adrian Broner had thirteen dollars? Y'all all listen, bro. Adrian Broner had the thirteen dollars. I know that for sure. Adrian Broner had look. One thing about him, bro, I know he know how to get it. So he probably hey, he probably did have thirteen dollars in his account. At one point, but I guarantee he had thirteen dollars. Yeah, he probably he probably did have an account with thirteen dollars in it. I don't doubt that. But having thirteen dollars, man, nah, he can miss you with that. That dude here had it. It's history, though. He went to court, Ridge. I'm just trying to put into your history. <laughs> it is, it is, it is it's definitely, it's definitely history. Yeah, he got to do it. So, yeah, he had $13. Yeah, he had $13. I, I love, I, I, I love Broder, man. I want to know, too, man, your top five fighters of all time. You can have current guys, uh, uh, guys of the past. Who do you, like, where do you, like, where do you put these guys? All right, so this is a tricky question. Is it my favorite or is it the best ever? The, no, best. the best five or my favorite five? The best. I'm, I'm going to give you my, my best five. The best? Ah, that's hard to. Um, the best, not no order, but mm-hmm. you. I say Ray Robinson. I say, let me see. It's Ray Robinson. I say Ali. Um, I got to put Florida. I got to put Pacquiao. And I say we'll go to the way. Ah. Uh. Okay, yeah, you did, did that kind of fast. Yeah. So, yeah. Ray, <laughs> he said Ray Robinson, right? Yes, he did. He said Floyd. Mm-hmm. Yep. He said uh, Pacquiao. Uh, Pacquiao. Ali. Mm-hmm. Ali. Ali. Who was Durant. 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 Okay, okay, okay. I got mine. I got mine. I'm going to go Henry Armstrong. All Let's right. Put him in there. I'm going to go Floyd Mayweather. Roy Jones Jr. Right, uh, uh, Sugar Robinson. One more. This one's gonna mess you up. Watch this. You didn't even think about. Oh this. my god. Rolly Romero. I know he was gonna do that. I hate when he does that. <laughs> Rolly, Rolly Romero. The fighter. Rolly Romero. <laughs> <laughs> that Rolly ain't even the best in 2022. <laughs> 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 yeah, I would love to see you guys fight though. See, Roly, Ro- look, I, I like, I like his style, I like his mindset, and he's entertaining, man. You know, we need. He's more- definitely entertaining, bro. You got to give him. He's definitely entertaining. If you broke up, champ. <laughs> Say it again, champ. You broke up. Oh my bad. I say he's definitely entertaining, bro. You got to give him. That. He's an entertainer for sure. Could you see yourself in the future, man? Getting involved in like like celebrity boxing, like and what in, in a dream world, right? If one person just became a fighter, right? It could be anybody, anybody, anybody. Who would you want to fight? In one person, you mean who would yeah, I want to fight? Like yeah, who, one entertainer became a boxer, like a celebrity, and they were kind of good, bro. It was like 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 who would you think that would be a good fight? Like it'll be like entertain, like the build up and just the trash talk and man, like, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> I love it. Donald Trump. Imagine that build up. Imagine a Donald Trump oh. build up, bro. That'd Imagine be that. <laughs> That'll be crazy, bro. Imagine that'll be crazy. His supporters are gonna go crazy. <laughs> His oh, supporters man. are gonna do that much. Hey, that fight was up for a billion. Tell Easy. Me, man, what? No, that'll Easy. go nuts. What? That'll go crazy. And you, you know, you you sell a fight really good, man. I like I like the way you you know you mm-hmm. go about it and you, you talk and you sell the fight, man. Like you have your own thing that's just like you, you know. I like I like you, and I like my man. Uh, I like Tony Harrison. Him and him and Jamel's stuff was that was like one of the best buildups yeah. I've ever seen in the world, man. Great build up, and I just love right. I loved it about you. I like that you you know you out here 
you know, just 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 doing the interviews, even when you know you have after you have a fight, getting your face out there, man, because the people love to hear from you, and you really are like the top action fighter to watch, man. I know every every fight is gonna be jam packed with action, no matter what, no matter what, man. Even if you're sick, like you said, you had the flu, it still is lighting people up. So, yeah, every fight, man. But champ, I know I know you got rich boxer stuff to do. You know, going forward, now that you're two-time WBC world champion, something that very few people have ever done. Going forward, what's more for like what, what, what's waking you up to train these days? That's it. I love it. I love the workout. I love the, I love the training. That's all, boo. I just, I love this sport. I just really can't stress that enough to people. Like, I really just, I like boxing. I want to be the best. Um, I don't do it for money. I just want to be the best. I do it to be number one. That's it. It ain't like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people saying, of course, money is always a great motivator, but if people be like, man, what you want? You want that, you want that money or you want that, you know, you want that number one spot? Jeez. Of course, I'm going to say the money, right? <laughs> yeah. But that number one spot is it's still that number one spot in my mind. Is still, like, you know, it's still where I want to be. Under, so, undisputed? You want to you get to the. You, you thinking about undisputed? I, I don't, man, that's the thing. I don't I just want to fight the best fighters out there. And, you know what I'm saying? The, the biggest, the best fight. That's it, you know? So, if that comes, the thing is, we say undisputed and stuff like that, but a lot of things, it just be so hard to just do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, things wait for so long. So. Right. If it comes, if I can, then yeah, definitely for sure, undisputed. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely want the for me the the biggest and the best fight. Who is the biggest threat right now? A guy that you look at because you know you fought Josh already. Who's the guy you look at? You're like, you know what? I gotta be on my A game, and this is you know this is someone that's gonna push me uh, to to have my best performance. Is there anybody at 140? All of them, bro. I, I don't I don't think nobody like me. You know what I'm saying? It, it's dudes that I think that I'll really hurt and really whoop, but <laughs> I, 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 think that about, I think that about everybody, to be honest. I mm-hmm. think I can yeah. put somebody in front of me, I think I'm going to whoop them no matter what. But um, I still, I never overlook nobody because they still got dudes are still dangerous. They still can punch, you know what I'm saying? So somebody that I'm trying to think. I mean, a lot of these names out there, they, they, they all, I feel like they all good. And I mean, for me, everybody. I don't look. I don't overlook nobody. Yeah. I never overlook nobody. When I'm in a training camp, I'm locked in. Mm-hmm. So it ain't like I'm gonna be out here partying and all that stuff and doing anything I'm not supposed to do. When I'm in camp, bro, I'm locked in for yeah. real, for real. So um, no matter who I fight, I'm locked in. Jeff, you're gonna be okay. You're gonna be ruler 140 for a very long time. Yeah. I looked around. Got the crown. I, man. Didn't, I didn't see anybody. Nah. <laughs> and I'm telling <laughs> you for real. I bring them on the show. I'll be like, look, man. This Leah guy alone. That guy's too. Try to outbox him. Try to go in there. <laughs> That's your and best get... bet. I'm keeping it real, man. I ain't gonna lie. Like I be, I have these conversations all the time, and it, it really just, just what it is, man. They gotta just wait for you to get like 50 or something. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, probably so. But hey, look, another thing about me, bro. I'm gonna be able to. I'm gonna be able to fight for a longer time than most of my peers. People don't realize that about me. I'm older. Like I'm about to be 34 in like 20 days or whatever. Wow. So. But I'm my body's so young because I take care of my body a lot. I feel like I I might be like with an argument or something like that because I don't I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't do no drugs, yeah. never never did, you know what I'm saying? So and I take care of my body for the most part. I try to eat you know, I try not to eat so much bullshit. So, you know, um I feel like with me, bro, I'm gonna be able to fight longer than most people that's you know what I'm saying? Most people that's gonna be in the game, bro, I'm probably gonna be fighting way longer than them. I mean I might fight for the next 10 years if I if I want to. If yeah. I really want to, I can fight for a long time. So I think that's the thing with me too. And hey, you still growing, getting better, evolving. So I believe you. I definitely, I definitely right. believe and my you. body just feels good. But like I just, like I said, I don't feel like I'm, I feel like I'm just getting better. That's the thing. Like at this age, I think you're supposed to be declining. And like, I feel like I'm getting better. I feel like I'm getting stronger. Like that's the crazy thing with me because I started late too. I started when I was like 17 years old. So that was a late uh, start. Yeah. You talk about, you know, with people, I, I was um, in a gym with all these dudes started when they were like eight years old. So, you know, yeah. seven, six, seven, eight years old. So I started when I was 17. So I'm talking about, I got 10 year disadvantage, but my disadvantage was my advantage. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, um, 
Yeah, bro. I'm, I think I'm gonna be able to fight for a long time. Your body's your body's preserved, man. They don't understand that. You, my body's preserved big time. No, 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 no wear, no wear and tear on a body as much as a guy that would have been fighting at eight years old, and that's a big, big, big advantage. Uh, that you definitely have, man. Oh, I gotta give you, I gotta give you uh, uh, your flowers too, man. I think you might got the coolest ring name in boxing, man. If finding, oh, yeah, the yeah <laughs> finding a ring name is hard, man. It's hard. Right, I, was, right, right. I was looking through it. I was gonna be Ruguru, and I found you as Ruguru. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Hey, is he Ruguru?" <laughs> how did I know it's a new, you know, New Orleans Swamp Monster and stuff? But how did it pop in your head, man? Was it R and R? Was it like Regis Ruguru? Was that like that type of thing? Yeah, yeah. Was one like you asked the wrong question, Jeez, man? Why did you ask that? He lost service. Yes, it's spinning. I think he did. The wheel is turning, y'all. Jesus, man, bro. that's because he's in Brazil right now, you know. Yeah, it failed. God dang it. No, fail. we had him, but we lost him. Amazing talk, man. I was, man, we about to get the truth just now. <laughs> I never got the Rugaru answer. <laughs> we got to get it somehow, some way, y'all. We can't Jeez. leave off like that. Yep, so, uh, you know, another episode of Bigs versus Bigs. Yeah, yeah amazing episode, by the way. It definitely was. Thank you again, Regis, for joining us on this episode today. Unfortunately, we lost you at the end, but it was a pleasure having him. Guys, make sure you follow him on Instagram at Regis Prograce. Okay, and make sure you tune in next week for our next episode. Bigs out. The Biggs vs. Biggs podcast was brought to you by your creators and hosts, Kristen Biggs and Justin Biggs. Executive producers, Letitia Biggs, Aaron Freeman, Westworld Productions, and Valerie Wright. Co-host and production manager, Chanel Blackman. Audio editor, Eric Ryloff. Opening announcement by Jack Thriller. Sound design, mix, and master, James Oliva. And special thanks to our friends and partners at Revolt TV, Aki Garrett, Patty Reyes, and JJ West. Bigs versus Bigs out. Or out of here. Bigs versus Bigs out. No, I said Bigs versus Bigs out. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.